You have just entered the Katie Ma podcast. Keyboard plus mouse or die. Hello and welcome to episode 109 of the KB Mod Podcast. I'm obviously not Scott. He's being molested by a Boy Scout counselor somewhere in the woods right now, but we wish him luck in getting out of that. Blacklight is at work, so he's not here either. So yeah, and it is September 15th, 2013, as Brandon wants me to say the date. So I've, I've said the date. Just for posterity's sake. You know. Just for posterity's sake. In case the aliens find this podcast, they'll know. When listen to this in a few years, we're going to Wikipedia the date it was on. We'll be like, it's this February podcast happened. Tw- it's February 31st, 2055. <laughs> 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 well, guys. No, uh, we have a couple guests with us. A friend of the podcast is always all sham and wow. It's filling in more than admirably. Of course. The Blacklight Attack. And Scott's whatever. Um, <laughs> and, of course... We have special guest this week, Mr. Dave Oshry. I am so not special. <laughs> of Interceptor Entertainment, the men and women behind the new Rise of the Triad yes, game. there are women as well. There are. We are an equal There's opportunity women. employer. <laughs> <laughs> so we have him here with us. Sorry, Rohan. It's not going to happen. Uh, <laughs> but... Uh, Dave is with us, and so how's it going, Dave? Good. It's going good, man. Uh, it's been a good weekend. We put out a mega patch on Friday, five new maps, tons of fixes, optimizations, and I went to a pretty sweet dad metal concert uh, <laughs> over in San Bernardino with my fanny pack and my Jordache jeans. And, uh, Jordache you know, jeans. To the internet. and, and my Explain strollers. To the internet what dad metal is, it'd probably be good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, so I saw Maiden, Megadeth, Anthrax, and Testament. Uh, for those of you who don't know, those are good metal bands. Um, dad metal and, bands. Uh, they're bands that your father listened to 25 yeah, years ago. Yeah, it's, 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 it's total dad metal, except that my dad didn't listen to Iron Maiden, because if he did, that would have been awesome. Um, <laughs> and yeah, things are good. How's, uh, how's things going with you guys? We're going well. We're going well. Yeah, you're, you're looking yeah. all so handsome in your little... Skype screens, except for Edfen, <laughs> who I like see the top of his head. <laughs> and Dan's got this a really every... sweet collage in the back with like hearts and pictures of. So his... that's Brand- Brandon's collage. I just have Domo in my background. He's back there. I have some posters. I just Major Domo Executus, sir. I wish it was Major Domo Executus. That'd be <laughs> awesome. What a boss fight! What a boss fight! Nobody knows what that is in our chat. Um, <laughs> it's college, but... not collage. <laughs> you have a college behind you. Oh, Brandon, you're freezing like crazy, man, on that camera. Oh, that's, that's unfortunate. Um, but <laughs> it's three thirty a.m. So... I stayed up for this. <laughs> Sorry, kids. <laughs> so, how has the whole Rise of the Tribe thing been? Seems like it's been doing pretty well. Yeah, overall. it's uh, it's it's been pretty crazy. Like we made a video game, like Interceptor. You know, as I'm sure you know, like wasn't a company before Rise of the Triad. Uh, pretty much a mod team that started. You know, got life by uh, originally trying to remake Duke 3D in Unreal Engine 3. You know, got greenlit by Gearbox in 3D Realms, and then you know subsequently ungreenlit. Even though I think Gearbox is now saying that yeah, you could totally do that. Of course, they they released that statement on the day we released Rise of the Triad. And they're like, yeah, no, we love Interceptor. They can totally make, uh, you know, uh, Duke Nukem, you know, reloaded. Please, please forget about <laughs> aliens. Um, <laughs> and then, we're, all, we're all trying, don't worry. Yeah. And then, 
uh, you know, we uh, we got together, and you know, Frederick, you know, was you know, it got a lot of attention, right? So Interceptor was like a legit thing, and uh, you know, Apogee approached them, and I've told this story a million times, and they were like, well, you know what you know what do you want to work on some of our old stuff and then i got involved and i was like uh, you guys still have the rise of the triad ip like is that a thing is that floating around they're like yeah we could do that and you know a year and a half two years later we remade rise of the triad like super faithful you know we made it for practically nothing all working out of our houses you know pretty much still like a mod team except you know an actual company but you know, we still work you know the way that we did back in the duke days you know we're all virtual we all work out of our homes we work via skype and twitch and stuff like that um Mm-hmm. commercial video game it's kind of crazy and it's it's a thing it's out people are playing it uh you know people are tweeting ridiculous things at me from your from your community it's uh it's, you know it <laughs> feels good to like you know be uh it's it's pretty cool we made a game and uh people are digging it and it's uh, it's what we want it to be so it's pretty awesome making video games is hard work but it's uh, it's pretty rewarding to have a finished product out there and like on Steam and all that stuff, it's it's crazy for me as the guy who gets to like you know make the Steam page and talk to Valve and you know do the the trailers and stuff like that. It's uh, it's pretty it's pretty rad to have made so, a video game. So what was it like getting reviews in? Because I even some of the good reviews I did not agree with what they were saying i felt like a lot of people missed the point yeah well it's, already- it's super stressful like as as i knew a bit because i've i've you know I, I used to be pressed too so i used to write reviews you know i used to write for pc gamer and kotaku and other websites you probably hate and <laughs> it was you know <laughs> at and, least you know, one of those <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's it's super stressful, man. You know, you you're like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, uh, and then they come in, and they're really good, and then one comes in, and it's really bad, and you like, you don't want to look at Metacritic, but you do, and you know it doesn't matter, but it does, and shit like that, you know. And I've got friends that release like huge games, you know, like uh, you know, like uh, Deep Silver and you know Rockstar and stuff. I got friends at all these companies, and they just you know, and um, you know, and like 2K and stuff, and they just we just sit up like at four in the morning on Skype, going, it's gonna be okay, man. It's gonna be okay. It's gonna be okay. <laughs> Like and that's that's just how it is. It's like, that, it's like that when developers. you put um yeah, it's like that when you put anything <laughs> out there. Um we knew like from day one we sent a very clear message with the with Rot, right? We said, you know, it's extremely faithful, it's extremely old school, it's fast, it will have literally it will not hold your hand at all, it will be really hard, you know, it'll have old school level design, you know. We were pretty much for better or worse remaking Rise of the Triad as faithfully as we would have done with uh, Duke three D, you know. And a lot of people got that. You know, they got what it was about. They remember that. But you, you definitely have to, you know, play it in a different sort of mindset. Like, you play it, and there hasn't been a game like this in so long. The people that really get Rise of the Triad are the guys like us who still hang out and play, you know, Doom Wads all the time, play Brutal Doom, play, still play Strife and mod all these old games and mostly just, you know, use Z-Doom and stuff like that and do total conversions and stuff. And it's that kind of a game. You know, it plays like a game from the 90s. Like... We weren't lying about that. You know, we said it from day one, like, this is going to, you know, it's a, we're making a 90s shooter in Unreal Engine 3. And, uh, a yeah. lot of, and the people we made it for love it. You know, the people yeah. who get it, like, with the multiplayer, the crazy Twitch action, and the single player with, like, the episodes and a boss fight at the end of the episode and all the secrets and we still have coins and stuff, you know, and all that. Just it, literally, it's, it's, it's Rise of the Triad. And um, the people who we made it for really dig it. And a whole lot of, you know, because originally, you know, Rise of the Triad is a pretty obscure title to bring back. It but, kind of is. It kind of is. I was we we had actually talked before it was announced. Like we've been doing this well 109 times now, um, 
But I had mentioned this game, you know, when people would ask us questions like, what are your favorite old school games? And that was always one of them. Yeah. Because it was, and the only thing we remember, we always only had the shareware yeah. of Rise of the Triad. And uh, no no one ever bought the original yeah, no, game. We no, just had the it, first episode. Because well, the share was <laughs> awesome, right? And that's what everybody remembers, yeah. which is good because the rest of it kind of wasn't as good. Like the registered version <laughs> of Rise of Trials was like 40 levels, that were not one of which was as good as uh, the shareware stuff. The shareware, yeah. you know, The Hunt Begins is awesome. That's what everybody remembers, and it's great. Um, but, you yeah. know, that's that's the kind of thing we were doing and people are really digging it. And, but when we first did it, like we never thought it would get as big as it is now. Like I never, you know, I, I didn't think people were going to care. We were just pretty, we were making a game for ourselves. We knew we were going to put it on steam. Some people were going to dig it. You know, it was an indie thing. Like, Hey, they brought back rise of the triad. And then like it, you know, it just started to snowball and there's no, casual that people started coming out of the woodwork you know we knew there was a few thousand people out there who were probably old school rot fans but then they just you know they started coming out of the woodwork and they saw the trailers and how old school we're doing and they're like oh my god there's somebody's actually doing it they're making a game that plays like you know doom and quake but they're doing it with modern graphics holy shit you know no no scripted events no cutscenes, no press e to pick up weapon you know you know press e to door press e to game <laughs> you know shit like that and they were and they were really digging the old school uh you know sensibilities of it i mean there was definitely some things that i personally would have done differently but i think you know we i was glad that frederick and the team you know stuck to our guns about making it strictly old school you know because you see the backlash that like stuff like shadow warrior for example which is awesome yeah. by the way i have it um because you know we work with 3d realms and scott um and it's it kicks ass but it's not what we did right and they've had and they had a lot of backlash since even day one like they changed low wang it's it's linear it plays a lot like hard reset and serious sam which is great i think it's better off for it i think it will review better um you know i you know but it's it's but you know the old school fans like the 3d realms fans and you know fans of like the stuff that we do they're not digging it you know they're like oh why don't why, why would you call it shadow warrior this isn't shadow warrior but that's a that's a real vocal minority i think i think the game will be better off for being what it is a bit more modern the way i've seen it recently is so we've got three reboots this year right we got rot which is strictly old school we've got shadow warrior which is kind of in the middle and we've got call of wolf and duty uh that's coming out in 2015 <laughs> so it's an accurate <laughs> statement for that game yeah, have you played it? Oh, I've Such seen footage thing. of it, and yeah. it plays out like I have never seen a Wolfenstein game. Play. Dude, Brandon, Brandon, yeah, is I, so disappointed. I played Quake, it, so I played Quake it a Con bunch it? at PitCon, oh. right? Like I hung out in the press room with the guys, and I just I played it for like two hours, like the new build that they haven't shown, and I'm just like, they're like, so what do you think, man? I'm just like smiling, like yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome. I'm having fun. I'm having fun playing with a controller, with a controller that I was like, bro, can I get like a keyboard and mouse? And they're like, oh no, no, this builds all. I'm like, why can't you? It's just like I can't like just why. Like I'm sure it's built on PC. Why do I have to use an Xbox controller? Why you? Yeah, I think Brandon, you said it was playing off PCs there. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it was just PCs with controllers plugged in. I was the same way. I walked up to their to their QuakeCon booth. It was like hard for the wrong reasons, and it was really dark, and it was like super linear, and it was like it was like every like I love uh, like these guys. um, You know, before they founded Machine Works, they not Machine Works. uh, What Machine Games? Is that what it is? Yeah, machine uh, games. They uh, yeah. they worked on uh, Riddick and stuff, and those games are awesome. Like Assault on uh, Dark, Riddick, and, uh, Escape from Riddick Butcher Bay. So those games good. kick ass. There is, by the way, by the way, there's a third Riddick game. Yeah, I know. Is it really? Yeah, Vin Diesel yeah, announced he got right the now. Starbreeze dudes back together to make a third Riddick oh, game. Oh god, if it's like the it's like the last Riddick game. Ooh. I tried playing good. Escape from Butcher Bay. It does not hold up. <laughs> it does not yeah. hold up from 2004. Okay. Good Lord. Well. 
Don't say that. <laughs> Vin Diesel is a great actor. Fantastic. So, I'm, I'm glad you're fighting the good fight on that stuff because I've that was my exact reaction when I wanted to play it at QuakeCon. I was like, yeah. I've maybe I would like this game, but can I get a mouse and keyboard I mean, to find yeah, out? Yeah, right. It's a serious. I mean, but that's how they show you know stuff. It shows, and like I can't give a you know I can't say that like oh man, it's all gonna turn out like that. And I know it was just I think it was like the beginning of the game, you know. But there was a lot of I mean I you know, the hand holding and stuff, and then it it opens up a little bit, but and they give you um. So imagine kind of like what you know what we've got with the levels are a bit more open and there's secrets to find and there's a lot of cool weaponry. But you, so as BJ, you move at about the speed as you know any you know modern shooter like a Call of Duty or something, right? And then you've got these AI that you know pretty much act like the guys in Rage. They're super advanced. They're moving crazy fast. There's a lot of them, and it's kind of old school. Except you know you're way less powerful than they are. And the thing that was great about old school shooters like the original Wolf and Doom and what we did is you are like a walking death machine and the enemies are dumb and they're just fun to kill, right? Like you run around, you can stray faster, you can run faster, you can jump faster, and you've got these crazy weapons and they're just kind of like, bah! you know, and that's why it's fun. Um, and the game wants you to kind of, you know, like tank and stuff, but at the same time it wants you to take cover and at the same time it throws these really hard enemies, these really hard Nazi enemies at you and then giant robo-dogs and it's like, this is like harder than it needs to be and it's not, you know, it's not fun, you know. It's not just, you know, I am, you know, BJ, super badass, you know, blowing stuff up, but it's, um, I think, it, you know, it'll probably, they delayed it, so it'll probably turn out a bit, you know, it, it, I think it'll definitely be more polished and stuff like that. Um, no, multiplayer it, don't give a shit. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, no multiplayer is always where I cut my teeth so with the mad old games. That. But so. yeah, it's so like I was saying. So like Wolf is like straight new school, right? It's like a new school modern shooter, which is fine. I mean, Bethesda's smart. They want to sell it to a lot of people. Um, Shadow Warrior, you know, Rot is straight old school, like just super old school. And uh, in the middle is uh, Shadow Warrior. So I think you know that's uh, that's kind of where we stand on the three reboots this year. So it's oh. cool that you got a, you got a little bit of something for everybody. For like the new school, you know, Battlefield, Call of Duty type players, you got the new Wolf, and you know Shadow Warrior for people who like you know Serious Sam and Hard Reset type games, and then Rot for people who like it like straight straight old school, you know, just rocket jumping at all. So. <laughs> we do a segment on here now that you've talked about some other games we do a segment on here to start about what we've been doing this week and playing so what other games have you been playing this week since you are going right now uh, what other games? Anything. It can be PC, console, whatever. Um, well, other than Rise of the Triad which is pretty much, so when you work on a game you pretty much only have time to play that game um, what else have I been playing? Uh, I'm going to be getting GTA 5, even though I wish it was on PC, obviously. Um, I started up Rogue Legacy, finally. I've been meaning to play that forever. Um, and that's pretty fun. Uh, what else have I been playing? What else did I play this week when I wasn't at my dad metal concert? <laughs> um... I don't, I, I don't know. I haven't played anything. Besides, I've been testing the patch for like the past two weeks and then released it and then went to go see some dad metal. So I got some time to play Rogue Legacy. Oh, I got the Humble Bundle, right? The new one. Um, it had, what did it have in it? Uh, that's probably the best Humble Bundle yet. Brutal yeah, Legend, Mark good. of the Ninja. Yeah, oh, that's right. So Mark of the Ninja I played when it came out on um, Xbox Live and that game's amazing. Like so good. Clay makes like such solid games. Um, and then Fez was in there too because it's awesome. So now you can buy Fez without giving Phil Fish money. 
Um, and I played that. <laughs> what a I great like, statement like, to make. I like this attitude. I like this. I approve. The humble bundle um, that sells itself. Yeah, and then uh, I played that for a few minutes, and I wasn't really digging it. You know, it's just I felt like it was taking a while to get going, and I was like, I'll, I'll probably come back to it at some time because the whole, you know, the whole. Uh, the mechanics felt really good, like the climbing and the running and the way the world turns around. And I was kind of digging that. And then I booted up Brutal Legend again for the first time on PC. Like, it's been on PC for a while, but I just haven't gotten around to it. And I love that game because I don't know if you know, Brutal Legend is pretty much dad metal the game. It is. You know, it's, it's just like all like Ozzy's in it. It's all like Black Sabbath and Megadeth and, and you know Priest and Halford's in it. it looks- Ozzy's you get, upgrade, it, yeah, you get upgrades from Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah, it's, like, it's awesome, and it's it's also a really fun game. And it looks great on PC. I'm going to have to um, try so that. I, was, I haven't I, actually played I, it. I forgot how awesome. Did you get the bundle? That's the thing that, yeah, I got the bundle. And the thing that made me sad was that, like, Brutal Legend, like, never did well. Wasn't it, like, a huge, like, failure for, like, Double Fine and the publisher? And it's like, oh, I never, I never uh, got yeah, that. I, I don't know. Sure. It was like, I think they said <laughs> sure. it was like, it was like a letdown. But like, what kind of a letdown? Like a Square Enix, our game only sold 4 million copies letdown? So you mean a Tomb Raider letdown? <laughs> yeah, yeah, God, God damn if, it, Tomb Raider. How could you only sell 3 it, million that copies? That's funny, like that week. I can't week, believe this. Like the same week that I came out and said that Rise of the Triad is already profitable, Square Enix came out and said that Tomb Raider, Hitman, and um, Sleeping Dogs, Sleeping Dogs were all commercial failures. Meanwhile, they all sold like, three to four million copies. I'm like, what are the budgets on these games that you can't? <laughs> that four million copies is not enough. If Rise of the Triad sold four million copies, I'd be doing this podcast from my personal spaceship. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like why? How is that not enough copies of anything? But yeah, Brutal Legend is. Um, I'm glad they finally brought it to PC. There's not a ton of options for it, but it just kind of runs. You know, it'll it'll automatically. It runs very set. well. I mean, for what it is. Like there's, I've yeah. seen some. You know, there's some slowdown, some tearing, or whatever. But it's you know, considering they had to port it over from a game built for console, you know, which was originally built on PC, and not I think they had the they had really, the recode. It's not really the type of game where you need like extreme performance either. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So it's like and you I can kind of deal with it a little code. bit recode a bunch of it but like i forgot how funny it is and the gameplay is pretty solid and it's it's just it's i, I love that game it's all about the dad metal dad metal rp try that now i actually have never played it but that actually just, sounds like a game I mean, I would especially love. if you have an appreciation for the music yeah. you know and and jack black is the main character and it's it's brutal legend is awesome it's Double got all fun. types of like rock stuff like there's hair metal and just like Really, oh really yeah, heavy so, metal. So it's, many it's jokes great. that like the whole like just music in general, you know, just like in jokes about yeah. just you know, the state of music and so it, just the fact that they were somehow able to get Lemmy from Motorhead to do voice acting and <laughs> yeah. it wasn't yeah, terrible. Imagine, I don't understand yeah, the, how you got that to work. Like just doing like, all right, let me read the line. Mm-hmm. What you want me to say? What? <laughs> so, yeah, wait, so I don't call him Jack. His character's what? <laughs> Yeah, all right. <laughs> just him, him and Ozzy Osbourne actually doing voice acting properly was the biggest they, blow away for me. I couldn't believe that they did that. Well, Ozzy, I've seen Ozzy live recently. I think uh, when did I see him last? He played BlizzCon a few years ago. <laughs> Good he is Lord. so fucking old. God of his mind. He's like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> like, I don't even know if he's singing anymore. I feel like Ozzy's the kind of person like if he had Alzheimer's, none of us would know because like the transition into that would be so seamless. <laughs> Ozzy's gonna live forever. <laughs> yeah, he's living off bat heads. Yeah, him and, him uh, and the Rolling Stones are gonna outlive us all. Chat. I remember when the Osbournes had that shitty show on MTV. Oh my! But God. then he, then he just lived off Chipotle burritos. Ugh. Like he got like five burritos a day. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Who, who did this? 
Ozzy. Ozzy was crazy. Ozzy was super skinny. Yeah, I know. They oh, kept. Uh, I wish I could eat five Chipotle burritos a day and be skinny. As she well. left him because he's on drugs again or something, didn't she? I eat one Chipotle burrito and I. I don't know. For like. Two I haven't days. heard anything about them for years. Keith Richards is still alive. Yeah, so the guys in the chat are talking about the hum- There's also another humble bundle, which is the retro shooter humble bundle, um, which which it was so it's uh it's Devolver did it, and it's uh it's Serious Sam uh, one, Serious Sam two, Shadow Warrior Classic Redux, Duke Nukem um, hard uh, reset and system shock. Yeah, and then if you pay the beat the average, you get hard reset and system shock. We were um gonna be a part of that with the uh, the throwback pack. You know, we put the mm-hmm. uh, the old yeah, yeah, yeah. Lake Stone and Rise of the Triad uh, original on Steam. It just uh, it never worked out. But uh, that's a pretty so, cool pack as well. I mean, the humble bundles are just great. Like eventually, like I was, ta- I've been talking to the Devolver guys about this with emails and stuff. We want to do like um, a super Apogee 3D Realms Devolver Interceptor humble bundle. You know, which is like all the old retro, like all the old Apogee games, all the 3D Realms games, all the like new Shadow Warrior, new Rise of the Triad. Like that'll be a pretty kick-ass retro humble bundle. Sweet. And I will, so- I will contact Bethesda and get the new Wolfenstein in there. <laughs> it'll, it'll fit. It'll fit right in. <laughs> so that is what Dave was playing this week. Who should go next? I was here? playing Fence. Go. It's the best game ever, and its creator is a cool guy. <laughs> it's so nice to people on Twitter. I'm done. Phase two is canceled. Goodbye. <laughs> so funny. When that was happening, I was like, "Rise of the Triad two is canceled." I take the money in. <laughs> All the five so, we're making from Rise of the Triad. So we'll go with our next, our next special guest, Mark. What have you been playing this week, sir? Um, well, I mostly been just been playing some shitty games. Uh, I played, <laughs> I played that vampire game Dark for a few hours. Uh, streamed oh, it and then man. made a video. Um, I also played Hydrophobia Prophecy for a uh, couple of hours. Uh, uh, Fucking awful. What are, what are you doing? No, so so during, during the summer sale, a lot of these games were like less than $2. Um, Dark, I bought at full price for 40 That's, just not, so a, you that's know. not a good reason to play Hydrophobia. But Hydrophobia was like, <laughs> Hydrophobia was oh, one was of those games that it was like two it. bucks. Uh, but I streamed that. I haven't made a video of hydro, uh, Hydrophobia yet. I plan on it. But uh, I've also been playing WWE 13 on my Xbox, which has been fantastic. I love wrestling games, even though they're Wasn't shitty. Hydrophobia, the game that Jim Sterling was trying to review, and then the developer's like, you're playing the game wrong. And Jim was like, <laughs> what did you just say to me? And it became like a big deal. It Wasn't that like a few years ago? That's the one that had like, the whole game was about the, like, they had really awesome water physics, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah they were, had were they really, really that awesome? Quote, unquote, awesome water. Yeah, yeah they weren't really that good. <laughs> It, it, I love that. Yeah. Were they really awesome, or were they just, <laughs> or was it just water? I feel like it was water. just, it was just, it was video game water. You get to a point about an hour and a half into the game where you actually see the water go into waves, and then you realize that the physics don't exist. The waves are the most awful thing I've ever seen, but it, it's fun to make fun of. That's why it, it's like when you're a YouTuber or you stream, you can I, I can buy games that are awful and write them off on my taxes. So I'm not worried about nice. buying. Use the system. Where's it, Obama? At? Get him on Skype. I'm telling on you. Like dark. That's forty dollars that I can write off on taxes because I used it for work. So I'm not worried that I paid forty. Nice. <laughs> um, but I, I've, bought, I've got many other games that I can play, like Shellshock 2 and Garshasp and the Kane and Lynch games and other things like that that I've purchased during Summer Sale, just so I can make fun of them in videos. Like, that's the only reason I bought them. But, uh, yeah, I just made a video for WWE 13 after playing that for a while. Had a lot of fun with that. I actually plan on getting the, um, the WWE 
All Stars. I met game, the Ultimate Warrior amazing. at PAX because he was promoting what? WW. Uh, he was promoting WWE 14, 2K14 <laughs> at PAX, and I was like, "Holy shit! Holy shit! I get to meet the Ultimate Warrior." I had there was a huge line, but I had one of my buddies from 2K like get me in there, and I had I was like, "Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god!" And I took a picture with him, and he signed a thing, and he was like, "He's batshit crazy." Yeah, like, oh, I, yeah, yeah. But he's yeah, he's been what? off of like steroids and drugs for long enough that he's kind of yeah. got it together now that he can like stand and sign autographs and not like start it's punching like, kids uh, in the face. He's like a wrestling war war hero or something. Like he, 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 he kind of has like he has like flashbacks. He has PTSD and, like, of being. If, if he wasn't the Ultimate Warrior, he would be like like a guy on the streets of San Diego, just like ranting and talking to himself and like throwing bottles did, at like pedestrians. Did anyone hear the game, the giant bomb re- uh, interview with the Ultimate Warrior? No. no. Alex Navarro interviewed the Ultimate Warrior for prep for this like the new WWE game, and. Uh, the interview is just <laughs> it like Alex is like he interviews a lot of people. I think that's his job. But he's caught off guard several <laughs> times by the complete batshit insanity I of the ultimate warrior. It's so it's like ten minutes, but he like he like cuts him off halfway through because he's there just for promo yeah. like of this game and he's in the game, but they didn't even use him for the mocap, so like he was not involved <laughs> at all. Like with this game, yeah, it's just promotion. So and they yeah, brought it's, him. So it's one of those things where said they brought him to a dinner, like a like a two K investors thing, and they brought him up. <laughs> to, oh, and God. they and they like yeah, this I don't know if I'm allowed to tell this story, but whatever. Nobody's watching this fucking podcast, <laughs> yours, right? Oh, um, so my buddy from two K tells me he's like. Um, uh, so we we had him for they, we brought him for this dinner for the investors and like all of the employees and and we told him like all right you can't like use profanity you can't you know say fuck or shit and you know just try to you know give an inspirational speech do your thing warrior right rock and roll he gets up there the first thing he does is go fuck this game fuck 2K <laughs> and fuck all of you all right now that we got that out of the way and everybody was just like oh my god like the top brass of 2K was there apparently and they were just like oh my god what if we've made a huge mistake <laughs> yeah so he's. So Alex has him, right, for this interview, and he's, like, because he's just there for promo, right? Like, he interviewed, like, some newer wrestlers, too, like, a lot for the same thing, who who actually play video games and whatnot. He's, like, have you actually, you know, have you played the game? Have you seen the game? He's, like, yeah, I watched my niece play it for about five minutes. Like, <laughs> it looks pretty good. He's, like, and then, like, halfway, this is, like, halfway through the 10-minute interview, like, four or five minutes in, and uh, he's just, like, I got to stop you. Real quick, Alex, I got to stop you. You're a nice guy, but I don't really like the wrestling industry. And, uh, like, I had nothing to do with this at all. And uh, I don't watch wrestling or keep up with it at all. So uh, if any of your questions pertain to wrestling, he's like basically just, like, flushes anything Alex had planned to ask him (laughs) completely out of the window. And he's just like, how do I deal with this man right now? Well, the Ultimate Warrior is like one of those guys that even if you're an interviewer who does a lot of research on the people that you're going to interview, you cannot research the Ultimate Warrior. It won't work. No, no, because he's well. His name is he changed his name legally to Warrior. Like that's his (laughs) name. His name is no. He just changed his name to Warrior, like legally. You could do that. I mean, you could you know you could make your name like Base God Forty Four if you. I'm gonna make my my Meta Warrior piece. That's what my <laughs> meta warrior piece. Yeah, meta warrior piece. <laughs> oh, good but, lord! So hydrophobia, Mark. <laughs> yeah, I need. I really yeah, need to get this interview. Well, I, I mean, I plan on going yeah. back and playing it to record a video because I didn't. I, I didn't want to use the stream footage that I got because I didn't really like it too much. Um, so I plan on playing it for another couple of hours. 
which is oh great. God. I mean, it just it, it, the, the way that it feels like the first two hours is that I'm stuck in this building that I should be getting out of, but I don't know how long it's going to take to get out of this building and do something differently. Like I've just been in water for two hours and I don't know why. It's very it obnoxious. It has amazing physics. It's just some oh, terrorist somebody, somebody attack. Somebody think the Warrior interview. I am the terrorist attack definitely. just like brought on the largest <laughs> water supply ever, and it makes no sense to me. I'm just, I don't, I don't know. Can we stop talking about hydrophobia? It's actually making yeah, me I, physically I'm, ill. I'm, I'm very fine with that. Can we talk about the Ultimate Warrior some more? Because he's amazing. <laughs> I feel like he's listening. He's, he's probably listening to this podcast. These like, goddamn kids. Goddamn KB mod motherfuckers. <laughs> probably what he would be saying too. that guy that interview i linked it in skype by the way if you want to watch the ultimate warrior. warrior loves hydrophobia i love how the, <laughs> the title the title of the giant bomb interview yeah. is alex tried to interview the <laughs> ultimate warrior <sighs> um but yeah he he just like all that we learned from this interview is that he wants nothing to do with the wrestling <laughs> industry but occasionally they pay him to do things yeah. so he just does well, he well you like gotta pay him for his likeness out. i guess or something yeah, yeah. They wanted yeah. so so he had uh, at PAX there was like bodyguards or whatever that wouldn't let you take uh you couldn't like walk by and take pictures of him, right? Like when he was signing autographs. Like if you tried to walk up and take a <laughs> camera was... picture, they're like, No, 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 no pictures. You have to get it in would line. probably send him into an unbridled rage if you took a picture <laughs> of him up close. I mean he's still pretty big dude. I mean he looks, you know, crazy and homeless, but he's like he's still huge. Like you saw did you see the promo they did with him for the actual game where he's like walking through the two K offices? No, I w- I need to find this though. You should see that. I'll <laughs> link it later. But yeah, it's um he's a uh, he, he probably loves dark and hydrophobia and uh, you know <laughs> all these all amazing games, games that came out this year. I mean, it's so it's, it's another it's so cool to like uh you know just be able to like be involved with like that shit, you know. Ultimate just, Warrior like, yeah. loves right to hell retribution. Yeah, oh my god. Yeah. I, I was so fun. It was so funny like that's another thing. Like, so there's like good games. There's amazing games. There's shit games, and there's games in the middle where it's kind of like okay, which you know, which is good to be involved with shit like that. But like, I've been talking to my friends. Like, you were talking about like what it's like when reviews are gonna come out. And I was talking to my friends from Deep Silver, and like you know, right? Like you know, like they knew Ride to Hell was. They were just like pretty much <laughs> like let's, go, let's just like, let's just release it and like whatever like let's just move on to like Saints Row 4 is coming out soon right you know so like like a lot, like, you know, like we've got to compete know. in the open world yeah. market yeah we got so they, like they knew right to hell was what it was you know it, it just you just kind of you know let it happen that's what happens when you're a company that releases like you know 15 20 games a year and they knew saying they actually they didn't think that Saints Row was going to be reviewed as highly as it was i didn't either i mean it's got you know it got tons of like nines and tens and stuff like that um, I mean, I pretty much predicted exactly where Rise of the Triad would end up, you know, mostly, you know, sevens, eights, you know, sixes and stuff like that, which is awesome considering it's like a game we made for free and shit that's, you know, super polarizing in terms of gameplay. But like, they know, like, uh, you know who, the only time I was talking to my buddies from Bethesda when I was at QuakeCon, and I'm like, did you know that Brink was like going to get slim? They had no idea. Like, everybody thought Brink was going to be like a home run. Really? Yeah, well, we th- really? To this <laughs> day. I was there, like I was hyped for it, and they they were shouting out, you know. Um, but even like Paul the people Richard, that worked on it, like all over the place, <laughs> like well, the Bethesda people didn't work on it. They just, you know, did. You know, I'm talking from a marketing and PR standpoint. Like they didn't, like every they knew Skyrim was gonna get, you know, uh, like huge. Uh, you know, they was gonna get all tens. It was gonna be game of the year, whatever. Um, but like they released a couple of third party bombs earlier. You know, they. Um, 
what was it? Uh, Rogue 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 Warrior. Yeah, like one of the worst <laughs> games of all time. This, which is a, which sucks because Dick and that whole story about like the guy who founded the Navy SEALs should make an awesome video game, and they used Mickey Rourke to do the voice acting, which is amazing. And then there was Wet. You know, that That's was something another... that I didn't buy. I liked Wet. I, I liked Wet. I never I played Wet. I just heard. I just heard stuff. You, it's, and, and... it's it's repetitive, but like it's it's an, it's enjoyable in small bursts. And then there was um, what's his name's game, uh, Brian Fargo's game that he did for them. What was it? Um, the Demon Forge or whatever. That it was like that co-op um, RPG from In Exile that they released. Uh, like I don't right, even yeah. know. Yeah, I don't the yeah. So like, and then after that, they're like, we should just publish like first-party games. Let's just stick to like Fallout and you know, and like Ra- <laughs> like Rage. I don't think I was talking to them. Like they knew Rage. They you know. Problem with Rage, much like you know what we had at launch, was some you know performance issues. But you know the, they had a budget of like sixty billion dollars, and we made it for free. But like they knew Rage was, they were hoping Rage was going to be bigger than it was. And then um, with uh, you know Brink, like they thought they had a home run, and a lot of other people did. They had a lot of people convinced it was going to be a home run. Like I, somebody, I was in the press then. I interviewed them a bunch of times. I played it, you know pre-release a bunch of times and then it came out and like they weren't expecting that so like most of the time you know like us pr marketing dudes like we know what's going to happen like i knew what would happen with triad because you know i wrote about games for three years i reviewed it internally you know i told the you know i told the guys what sales were going to be like what reviews are going to be like and i was pretty much dead on and which is pretty cool i was glad i was dead on i would have been like if, if it sold like a million copies and got like all nines and tens i would have thought people were batshit crazy but i would have been happy about it. but i pretty much predicted what was going to happen so for the most part like we know so like they knew Ride to Hell, you know, was not going to be a thing. But uh, you know, I don't. Th- I think the um, but the hey, guys NASCAR who- twenty thirteen. That's another yeah. game. What a that, game! By what them. a game! That was actually in the top sellers list on Steam when it was on sale. Right? Yeah, you Technics. Yeah, they they're make- not a bad developer. I think they yeah. just uh, they weren't given enough time. And that's that's you, when a game comes out and you could just see that like stuff like especially now that I've you know we I've been involved in making one. I like see through the matrix when I play games now, right? Like I see the actors and the pawns and the meshes and the BSP and like what's happening. You know, I like I see through them now that I've made a video game. And like you could tell like where they had to cut corners and where they were like, oh, they just didn't get enough time and money for this. Well, it, but like it confused me because it's like their it's their first game that isn't a racing game, and I don't know yeah. where it came from because they've done nothing but nascar games and other games that were racing back in the day well everybody (laughs) should just remake big rigs because that was like the pinnacle (laughs) of (laughs) fucking big rigs clipping clipping through bridges and need for geometry to have collision because you're a big rig right and so they're (laughs) able to drive through the mountains over the mountains, through the trees, around the trees. You should be able to go backwards and go faster than forwards because you're in a big rig. And, you know, it's just – it works on so many, like, existential levels that, you know, you really <laughs> have to get inside Sergey Sergey's head to understand why <laughs> – it just like towers above any other racing game since, and you know, and when they made the War Z, I didn't think they would be able to top what they did with Big Rigs. I I really <laughs> didn't think that they could make an experience that was not only as polished but as user friendly, <laughs> solid as they did with Big Rigs. But I mean, with the War Z, they just. Sergey, they took they took it to another level. They took it to a whole nother level, and I mean, I love the fact that you can like pay to like spawn faster, 
Um, I love the fact that there's like, I love the fact that the game was on Steam and then off Steam. Like they took it off Steam to make it even better and then brought it back again. Like, <laughs> to make it better. They, and I, I love it when they changed their name. That was the best thing it, ever. Yeah. That was yeah. so cool. Please refer was, to it as Infestation Survivor Stories. Yeah. And they <laughs> took the name. It's, I'm, it's just, I mean, the way that they marketed that, like, by changing the name for like no reason after getting in a fight with Dean Hall. It's just so cool, and like Sergey is just like the smartest. Like I wish, like I really want. <laughs> now that Rise of the Triad is, you know, a thing that's out there, I I want to I want to get in touch with Sergey, and I want to say, listen, man, nothing was ever better than Big Rigs. <laughs> Go back. Let's I, do this together. I want to drive. He got close <laughs> with with Warzy, but he didn't he didn't surpass big rigs. No, but anyway, but um. So speaking of driving, I, I got a segue for you. Speaking of driving big rigs, I've been playing Euro Truck Simulator too. That game is amazing, dude. I have people in our community telling me I don't know, that they it's so addictive and have like, played hours of this game, and I'm like, like it's, it's 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 so first of all, it's like a really legit simulator, right? Um, and the graphics are, you know, good enough, and it's it's just like one of those like really peaceful games. Like I spent the last two years making a game where you run like 500 miles an hour and shoot, you know, Nazis in the face with a bazooka, right? So to like sit in a truck and like like just like look around, you can turn the radio on and you drive and you park, and it's like I don't know why it's so good. It just is, and it's like it's a phenomenon. Like they sell really really well all those simulator games, and like you might only know them from like dubstep, you know, Sparta remixes on YouTube and stuff. <laughs> like all those, all those simulator games are like they're like really addictive. Like I don't. You know, I don't know what it is. It's just I think it's like a a it's like a super it's like a zen type feeling you get when you play those games. So, Mark, you played Hydrophobia. God damn it! Please stop. <laughs> now, <laughs> talk about Hydrophobia. No, all right, Nick Fenton, what did you play this week, sir? Uh, I played some in the Saints. dark <laughs> abyss yeah. of your apartment. There, um, I played more Saints Row Four. Some Black Ops 2 multiplayer for some god fucking... Yeah, I played some Black Ops 2 as well. I don't know why. Like, I can't explain why I'm, like, kind of enjoying it. I don't really enjoy it. it. Yeah, it's just like... I don't know. It's like breathing. You kind of... You have to... (laughs) (laughs) I'm not, like, happy about playing Black Ops, but I am. Murdering people. It's it's the same with breathing. I'm not happy that I'm breathing. I'm just doing it because I have to. (laughs) Was... Um, Was... Was it on PC or Xbox? On PC. Okay. Were you playing with Mike? No. I was playing with Mike and Lynn's Washburn, and all I learned is that you can make a burrito with your hand and some Triscuits and some deli meat. Oh, I'm sure. That's all I learned during sure. the session. Gosh. When you get some really good life advice from Mike. Right. When you get shout out, when you shout out to Lynn's Washburn giving the angriest Snapchat videos of all time. They're all. <laughs> what angry. is this Snapchat? I've been hearing about the Snapchat. I mean, I, I'm busy at my dad metal shows, but I've heard the kids are really into this Snapchat. What is this? This Snapchat it's a, that I it's hear. It's an of. app where you can take a, a video or a picture, and you, it's it's you can set it to maximum of ten seconds. So when they get the Snapchat, you hold your finger on the screen, and that lets you view it. And then after ten seconds, it's gone. So it's yeah, really good for it. it's like yeah, dick, dick pictures. Dick yeah, it's sending yeah. dicks to your friends. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I am not gonna yeah. hop on Snapchat or chat room <laughs> or anything with chat oh, in the in the surname. Hop on Snapchat, Dick. <laughs> hop um, on Snapchat. I won't send you pictures of my dick. I swear. Uh, but yeah, we learned that if Lynn's puts enough Triscuits in her hand, you can pile lunch meat and Velveeta cheese in there, 
and then just it's a hand eat burrito. It. It's a hand burrito with a Triscuit shell, and that's God. all we learned after several vodka shots. That's all we learned. God. Um, but that was my Black Ops two experience, and then I rage quit. Uh, what else have I been playing? Uh, Gary's mod. I've been playing some like uh those random mini games and stuff like that. Uh. There, I we discovered a server last night. It's called a cinema server, which they used to have. Like, I haven't played Gary's Mod in like two years, like legitimately. So like, they used to have cinema servers back then, where it's like you can go in and you can like request YouTube videos, and it plays on like a screen. So you're you're Gary's Mod character sitting in a virtual movie theater watching a screen, and it like plays YouTube videos. But like these are like yeah. this like server that I was on last night. It's like so like updated and like everything runs well and has like a menu and we watched we watched world war z in gary's mod last night <laughs> it was incredible it was not Flan- it, that's not legal at all but we did it landlord uh yeah we'll kill some of these brandon thank you <laughs> so uh, i knew that was coming uh, but uh, uh was that you nick are you still you got more well you were no. talking what are you talking i know Sorry. Uh, I ahead. also got to level 30 in Smite. And, uh, Congratulations. How is that? How and now your soul belongs to high res. Yeah. And uh, then they will kill your soul so you got, without without releasing any updates. You got for that it. sweet Ymir skin now. <laughs> oh, I do have I, I, high res. I do have the Ymir skin now. And I'm uh, I'm pretty sure I'm going to play my first ranked match and then I'm going to get mad and I'm going to uninstall that game. Yeah, that. Has anybody confirmed that's their actual business strategy to support a game for six months then move on? I mean, it's not the worst. <laughs> if, if it no. doesn't uh, do well. I thought, tw- I thought, um, I thought whatchamacallit was uh, was doing pretty well for them. Smite's oh, doing is... quite well. No, 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 yeah, not Smite. Um, oh, Tribe. Tribe. This is, tribe. This is yeah, a well worn topic, Dave. We have, we have yeah, we... podcasts for you to catch up on. Tribes, <laughs> yeah. tribes did well yeah. for them, but it isn't doing yeah. well for them. I never, yeah. I never really played Ascend. I used to play you know, Tribes 2 and stuff back in the day, and Ascend I loved those games. Ascend was a fun fucking game to play. Yep, it really was. But it they really had a lot of fucking stupid server issues that they never addressed. And then they just uh, <laughs> forgot about the game. We need to move on. I can't sink in depression. I, I know. I can't wait. I can't wait till Todd listens to this episode. Hi, Res listens to our podcast. By the way, <laughs> I, I do have. I do have legitimate worries about Smite ending up not getting supported in like a year, two years time. But like, I don't it's know, a, man. It's a MOBA, yeah, right? It's, yeah, it, I don't know. It depends. It depends on how well. There's not that... enough MOBAs. Everybody should make a MOBA. Oh, wait, but it's okay because you'll get Global Agenda too, and the Tribes yeah, MMO that's supposedly saying, still being developed. I'm not Are you saying serious? A lack it sounds of awesome. Actually, <laughs> Tribes <laughs> MMO, like yes, I'm there. You're just like just people like skiing through town, like hey, how's it going? <laughs> 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 gotta buy some groceries, uh, <laughs> <laughs> ski to the store. <laughs> Smite gets updated um, right now, and uh, I find it enjoyable. So. Oh, yeah, it's Rob. going to China, so it's going to keep going. Yes. Yeah. Uh, going but yeah, it doesn't necessarily have to end up getting uh, dropped with getting support dropped. I think uh, it's not good. it's not a guaranteed fate. It's just uh, I think people are like, oh no, it happened to tribes. It's got to happen to Smite. But uh, I, I I've got a little I've got some faith. They're in actually, that. making money with Smite. And <laughs> yeah, their yeah that's true growing, too. That's so true they're... too. And they got picked. Uh, they uh, picked up by Tencent. Tencent. So. Ten cent Oh yeah, and they they're, prob- they're basically all in on Smite as a studio right now. Yes. So. While they yeah, work it's cool. Like we were project. pretty much all in personally on Rot, you know, because it was like you know we didn't have any like outside funding, but because we made a game now, like Interceptor's next game, which I can't talk about, but you could probably guess what it is if you follow us, um, is fully funded. Like by a publisher, and the Danish government actually su- subsidized a bunch. You know how Canada like subsidizes a lot of studios, like Idos Montreal. 
Mm-hmm. So uh, Interceptor's next game is like half funded by the Danish government, and half funded by a publisher. So that's really cool. I'm really proud of the dudes. Zany, like, it's is it Brink too? That's what we're. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's uh, you got me. Yeah. So Wedgwood came over and he's like, <laughs> I really like what you guys do with that air triad thing. So I want you to make Brink two, um, and we're gonna put all turrets, and the guys' faces are gonna be even with bigger noses, right? Because like Brink, we didn't think the character customization had enough noses and chins and hair. And mohawks so what we want you to do is just focus on the mohawk technology and we've worked we've teamed up with tomb raider developers to make tress effects oh god <laughs> and uh, so that's what brink 2 is just going to be all about the hair we're actually calling it brink 2 hair edition <laughs> developed that's by right, interceptor yeah. for splash damage splash damage uh they got their latest thing got picked up right and Changed the uh, dirty bomb got picked yeah. up and changed to a yeah, John's, John, John's wearing a shirt right for it yeah. I yeah, saw it. The- I saw it at PAX. I didn't get a chance to play it. It looked pretty. It looked really pretty cool. Good. We, we really, loved yeah, it. I, as a whole. It's, it was my favorite shooter there. Well, Splash Damage makes uh, pretty awesome games. Like they're they like they're the greatest like, game of all time. Are we talking about enemy territory? Fuck yes. yes we are. Yeah, what buddy. What game would we be talking about? Freak! <laughs> what the fuck do you think we're talking about? <laughs> um, yeah, but like I'm, I hope those guys come back in a big way because you know they, you know Paul and the guys, they're like they're damn good studio and they like no pc gaming and shooters and like i want them to yep. keep making Yeah, we got games. to have a a big big discussion with one of their devs at pax so that was cool was it paul he's everywhere was it, uh what was that dude's rich. name again rich yeah yeah, but, cool. uh, yeah that's cool i I, so I, I really like dirty bomb better as a name though yeah it's it's way more like unique said. but yeah yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I guess but, it's not. It's you know, um, as politically correct. Like, yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> but extraction is so. It's oh, I don't know. It's such a. It's so generic. So generic. Yeah. Dirty yeah. bomb. Like well, they next. Just, they should just call it modern shooter. Like yeah. Modern shooter. <laughs> modern war shooter two, battle f- <laughs> battle duty elite. <laughs> All right, Nick. You got anything else? Uh. We got. We got to start rushing. Nope. That's it. <laughs> All right, Brandon. What have you been up to this week? Uh, I was at a wedding this weekend, so I haven't played a whole lot. But I I did buy the Humble Bundle pretty much just for the FTL soundtrack because I already owned most of the games from that bundle, except now I'm going to have to try Brew the Legend. But, yeah, uh, oh, you best. I, but I basically just bought the bundle because I was like, I need to just I need to buy this. This is a great collection <laughs> of games, and I wanted that soundtrack. They get better um, and better. Other than yeah. that, I just I've, I played a little bit of Hearthstone uh, this week, and I played a little bit of the uh, Dirty Bomb slash Extraction Alpha, which I I hate you. I don't I, hate I don't know that I can talk I about because there's some NDA things. that I clicked agree to, and I don't know what extent <laughs> I don't know what extent that went to. So I'm just gonna say I played it. We'll yeah. talk about it later. I don't know if I'm allowed to tell this story, but nobody's watching this podcast anyway. <laughs> oh, you know what I played that I'm not allowed to talk about. Um, uh, Fortnite. Oh boy! Ooh. Yeah, they're showing it to uh, they're showing it to Unreal Partners, which I am. I have an Unreal. I have an Ep- I have an Unreal Engine three license. Therefore, I get to hang out and play Fortnite with Mark <laughs> Rain and stuff. Um, I, I'm I'm not allowed actually since they're. Uh, People actually do talk about watch this podcast and listen to it. Um, I can't talk about it. It's just it's. I can say that it's awesome, and it was like it. I was. I had like no expectations for it. Right. I barely knew anything about it. I just knew it's the first Unreal Engine four game. Blah blah blah. But it's basically what you thought it was. It's Minecraft meets yeah. Left for Dead on Unreal Engine four, and it's really it's it's really really good. Like it's um it's still really early. 
but I think they should totally start showing it. Like they need to, like they should have it at like E three or something because it'll, it's, uh, it'll. Yeah, it's I haven't really heard anything gonna, about it. Since yeah, ever since they, have, no. they haven't put anything out. I mean, they've just been yeah. keeping. It's a small yeah. team inside Epic working on it. Like it's like a you know pet project, you know. Um, but it's it's <laughs> really really cool. It's really cool, and I think it's so different than you know. There's so many like it's not a MOBA, you know. <laughs> it's so it's, it's and it's not a shooter. I mean, it is, but it's not. So it's so different than anything else. Um, coming out i believe it, it was the, certainly the first game being developed using unreal 4 i don't think it's the first yeah, unreal think, 4 game that's going to be out obviously yeah, i think daylight from our our friends over at zombie studios yeah. i think is going to come out before it but um john what have you been playing this week tf2 i would be playing final fantasy but i can't buy the game so they will no longer get my business they fucked me over my pre-order so i issued a charge back and i will not be buying the game moving forward so I've been playing WoW. Uh, the wifey agreed that she will be playing WoW with me. So I what? need to finish her gaming PC. She's going what? to play with me. Yes. Are you gonna you you need to just get a new account then if you're both gonna start fresh. <laughs> she's going she's going to play on her own. I'm not going to re level a fucking account. Uh, right. Oh man! Well, it's a great experience now. I can tell you that. Why yeah. you play? And, why you uh, play WoW? <laughs> and then I Pants. played some Dota too. And I jerked off a lot because she worked all weekend. Whoa, nice. whoa, whoa! This podcast just went to a whole nother big rig style level. This is actually this is the norm. It got ex- <laughs> it got existential up in here. The only MOBA I ever actually played was Han. Besides the original, um, I'm sorry. Are, wait, rip, rip are you MOBA experience? Are you Russian? No. <laughs> oh, I thought you had to be Russian. No, Han. Rush- no you just have to be like it'd be a complete angry. Asshole. Just be yeah. angry all the time. Like, well, because yeah. well, I was, um, I was playing WoW when um, Han came out, and it was in beta, and all the dudes in my guild were like, "Oh, dude, you got to play, you know, the new S two game." You know, it's, uh, you know, but and I hadn't played a MOBA since the original um, uh, Dota, and I, w- I loved it. I mean, I think Han's a great game. The community's just, you know, it is, Garbo. it is what it is. Um, but most MOBAs like are just, I don't know what it is about that genre that makes people want to like stab other people in real life because the games take 45 minutes and you're wasting yeah, 45 like, minutes yeah, of somebody else if you're life. not winning you're wasting all yeah. the time so all right what did what did i play this week i played a machine for pigs the whole way through i heard it wasn't um, as good as the original i think it's pretty awesome it's not the it's same different. type of game like it's not super all. scary it's I just more heard they of a, a lot of things that were in the first game but then it's, how it's, is PewDiePie going to make reaction videos and get five There we go. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> Did you guys see the article on PewDiePie in Variety Magazine? Yes. Oh, my God. It's the well, greatest thing ever. Google. He's the most subscribed person on YouTube, right? Yes, yep. he is. Yeah. I don't get it. Take all of the money. Take all of the money that all of us have made in the last five years, uh-huh. and he makes more than that every month. Am I just too bad metal to understand why his videos get... Like people watch them. Well, it's fun because in a lot of places, I'll see people that go onto that website, Social Blade, and try to guess how much money he makes. Oh my they god, just, Social they, Blade is, is they not don't ex- fucking know. If they knew anything about how much money you can make in a CPM on YouTube, they would be fucking mind blown by how much money he makes a month. It is so yeah. much. So, so he's much making money. he's ma- he's making seven figures. Yeah, the first, yeah, number, the first uh, numbers are one, multiple, but he's multiple making. seven figures, multiple. Yeah, it's it's a lot, dude. It's a shitload. Good point in the chat. He doesn't even have a surfertage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, shit channel for a shit guy. Um, but yeah, Machine for Pigs uh, is 
you can see obviously the Chinese room collaborated with Frictional on that. Uh, and you can definitely tell. Uh, it's more of a story you walk through than it is an Amnesia Dark Descent game. There's no inventory. Your lamp lasts forever. Um, I died twice, I think. But it was still a very, very tense game to play. Like, I played two hours. We, we shout out to Twitch for give, giving us some early access to that game. Um, but uh, I played two hours the first night, and, like, it wasn't the end of my stream time that I normally go to. And I was just like, I'm pretty exhausted from playing this game. <laughs> so we're going to switch to another game. Because, like, it was... It it wasn't even the scares. It was just like constantly on edge. I I can't play uh, survival horror games. Like I don't get it. Like I know that people like love those, but didn't out, wasn't so. Uh, my friends, um, I know some friends that worked on Outlast that just came out, mm-hmm. and I hear that's awesome and like actually super duper scary. Has anybody played? Yeah, Outlast? I've heard that's actually scary. I have not played it. I think Machine I for think, Pigs. I heard PewDiePie loves it. I don't know if you know <laughs> yeah, this PewDiePie does. guy. I hear he's kind of a big deal. Um. But a machine for pigs is more of a story you play through. So, and the story is really good. Um, the story is really, really good. Uh, but I would highly recommend it. Um, but again, it isn't the Dark Descent. So, if you're expecting that exact same game again, it is not that. I'll the environment Steam sale for five dollars, like I did original Amnesia. Yeah. The, envi- the environment in are. Bundle. Yeah, yeah. The the, the environments the... are incredible, and the sound in that game is terrible. That's the what sound. I look forward to. Dear yeah. God, the sound. That's what it's game. about. When you make really... games like that, it's all about sound design. I feel like people so often forget sound design in games is like such. It's so important. It's like more important than like anything. What were, you, what were you saying, Nick? It's impo- sound is important, but it can't save you all of Dead Space Three. I didn't. I didn't play Dead Space. You know, you got. Oh, I know what Visceral's working on. That very, I really. I can't talk about that, or like I'll get like a laser to the face from outer space if I talk about what Visceral's working on. But you're gonna lose your minds. <laughs> so what were you saying, Nick? Well, you were you were talking about the sound. I just said Chinese room. Yeah, Chinese room, man. Yeah. That's what they do. They also I mean, did um. Dear Esther. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And they, but they make which isn't a game. It, it is. It is as though they know how to if, make atmosphere. Yeah, as everything you can tell, the Chinese room touched. I mean, in a in a good way. It's not Dead Space uh, Four guy in chat, by the way. <laughs> God, I hope, that I hope it's not. That franchise is taking a break. That yeah, franchise it, is taking a nap. It should be taking a break. But I'm. Uh, I played that, and then I also. Uh, played some isaac this week i'm closing in on 200 mom kills in isaac so i'm I'm grinding that out and i also played some more uh street fighter and Skullgirls this week i've actually never uh, played Skullgirls. i hear it's really really good it is really good and those guys work uh in the same method you guys did yeah, they, they work, work the virtual and, and stuff uh, i love their kickstarter for their new characters where they really outline like this is how much it costs to like make games this is how much we have to pay people welcome to the real world you know and yeah, it wasn't yeah. and they weren't like overdoing it or anything like like I think- so and people don't understand that like that's hand drawn and hand animated made like old school cartoons you have any idea how hard that is you have to do frame by frame that thousands and thousands and thousands of it takes forever it's insane and people are like oh why do they need this much money i'm like that they're paying these guys like just enough to like eat you know and but and, and then you know then you've got you know and then but i mean if it doesn't sell four million copies it's probably going to be a commercial failure that's true that's true and on that we're gonna take a two minute commercial break guys and then we'll be back with the quick news of this week and pewdiepie and pewdiepie (laughs) yes
in the bag. <laughs> uh, not a whole lot of news. I, I gutted some of the stuff because yeah, some yeah, of it yeah. is like not exactly dude, current. Dude, Dave, Dave can talk. I don't know if you know this. Dave can talk. <laughs> oh, am I not supposed He's... to be talking a lot? I don't know. Oh no, that's, it's fine. No, that's you've, that's the you've point. Essentially, you've essentially replaced Blacklight Attack. If you if we had you and Blacklight, this cast would never end. Uh. <laughs> he is. He can go forever. He's in yeah, charge right now. To, I get to be pretty verbose. <laughs> like, hey, Dave, talk about no, it's fun. Of it's oh, people are loving it. You gotta take the mouse off your take Skype the window. Take the mouse off the Skype. It's not on the Skype window. <laughs> That's OBS bugging out, dude. I can see that. <laughs> Let me see if I adjust the window. Nope. And now there's two of them. Look what you did, Blacklight. Oh, Look what you did. Look what you did. Yeah, Skullgirls is a great starting fighter. The tutorial is extremely thorough. Well, the guys who made it, what's Chats his name, Mike and all them, they're like super old school uh, fighting game community guys. Yeah. Like, and they got, like, you know, they, they wanted to make a game, I think, that was, you know, very playable competitively, but also very welcoming to newcomers. That's a problem with <laughs> fighting games. If you can get that down perfectly, you're going to do well. Yeah. Is Skulder, is it doing, is it, like, big in the scene, or are they just still playing, uh, you know, Marvel and Street Fighter? It's, I mean, it's, you know, it's, frankly, it's a side <laughs> tournament at most, <laughs> at most events. But it's it's crazy because it plays just like Marvel. Like it, it plays a lot like Marvel. Mm. Yeah, I've, it's I'm very very fast. Games. You can you can die in one hit <laughs> in Skullgirls. That's, uh, I never I've never even seen that. I didn't know that could happen. Oh god, dude, you can get infinite combo mm-hmm. very easily. Very easily. Um, there is burst to get out of it, but people have it down to where good players where they can reset after you burst, mm-hmm. and then they'll just keep killing you. <laughs> so it's I mean it's like an art form with the guys at the top, but um it's yeah it's a great game it's just a good one to start with too even if you go and play street fighter right after playing the tutorial in Skullgirls, like will immediately teach you all the basics which is which is great like it teaches you how to air dash and all that all, all everything how you how you move and it, it the first <laughs> lesson is like press forward to move forward like so it's like call like, of duty essentially yeah in that way <laughs> In only that way, then I, it's really hard. <laughs> somebody brought up Dive Kick in the chat. Yeah, I played a bit of Dive Kick. It's I love how it's so simple. Like Adam sent me some codes for it. It's it's cool. Like it, I got old for me like after like five minutes, but those five minutes were pretty fun. Like it's I, just I, one I, of like, those things that you would play with friends. Yeah, just, yeah. Like, yeah I, I, I feel like it's really also fun to have at conventions. Like they had a boot set up. Like it, and it's fun. Like I definitely would dig it. I'm probably get it on. Um, I'll download it on XBLA too. Um, it's, it's, it's fun. It's like, it's funny that, you know, it's so simple and like, you can apply that to other games. Like I was saying, like, you don't, all that's all you need really is a, you know, you need a simple, fun, accessible game. That's, you know, make a, make a $5 game, make a $10 game, you know, and like get it out there like, and then move on. I mean, you don't have to, you know, these games, like budgets are so out of control. Like I keep bringing up Square Enix and Tomb Raider and stuff, but like that sucks. That game was pretty fucking great. And like yeah. it has to sell. It's my, ga- it's my game of the year at this yeah. point, Tomb and, Raider. Well, it's well, it's got Tress effects. I mean, how could it not? Yeah, I mean, the <laughs> hair. you can see the, the hair, strands, my... guys. Yeah. But like, so yeah. <laughs> we now interrupt your scheduled programming to bring you an urgent broadcast from the front lines of America. Oh. The news. What is? Oh my God! All and... these Twitch faces. Those are our faces. I see that. Um, <laughs> the news. Uh, Steam family sharing. This is a big deal. Uh, Xbox One tried to do this and then before they got had to backpedal on everything they said um 
But <laughs> Steam Family Sharing is in beta. There's a group you can join. Um, I believe it's for up, up to 10 devices you can share an account with. Yep. And the way it works is that uh, you... I think it's like if they log into the game or the main account logs in and tries to play the game, it gives the person playing like five minutes and it gives them a warning so they can still save, you know, so there's no sort of like, you know, random drop off or I think it gives them an an opportunity to buy the game too, right? Yeah, yeah. It says you can buy this as well. Um, But as long as one person is using it at a time and for instance, for us with KB mod having a, a single account, we no no longer have to give out the info to everyone or something like that. Um, we can just do sharing for streaming and that kind of thing. So that's that's very good. Just I think it's a good easier. idea for yeah. With, here's uh, here's the thing that I don't like about it though that I think is unfortunate and like a really missed opportunity if it doesn't change is that you don't share specific games. You have to share your whole library at once. So yeah. like you cannot yeah. play anything at the same time as you are sharing a game to someone else, which right. like doesn't. I just think fundamentally Somewhat doesn't make the sense. Purpose. Yeah, I agree with you there. But very interesting thing for for them to do. You kind of had to feel like this was coming at, at some point. Yeah. But now they just need to do the uh, origin. Uh, 24-hour digital return. I, I feel deal. like this is kind of a this is kind of their response to that, right? As long as you know someone with the game, you can ask to share their you know their library and try their games first. So I think they're try- I, I think they're kind of doing this instead of that because there's so mm-hmm. much there's so much potential for abuse with the refund thing on Origin that yeah. they're probably going to wait and see how Origin does with that because like the fraud and stuff around that is probably mind-boggling. Yeah. Yeah, true. But that's a pretty big deal. You can join the Steam group. It's like an official Steam group for Steam Family Sharing. Uh, you can join it and get in beta at some point. And then I get in right away. I haven't even checked the KBMod account. I joined the group, but I haven't checked to see. I don't really have a reason to share my own account. But Yeah, I think it's pretty uh, cool. Like, it used to be just giving your friend your password and stuff. Now yeah. it's like you have to you know it's like an actual feature to do that. Yeah. So I think that'll be nice once it gets up and running and they knock the kinks out of it. Yeah. Steam's got all cool. kinds of cool features, especially on the back end. So like a lot of the stuff in the Steamworks back end where I spend most of my days plugging away at marketing copy and other nonsense. So the Steam page looks pretty. Um, they keep adding all these really cool features. Um, and it's it's funny how much, you know, Valve is, you know, still like how much of a, you know, beta like Steam still is, you know, how they're always working on it and always adding to it. And a lot of it's like they just haven't had like it's it's grown so much over the past 10 years almost that like they haven't had time to work on like a lot of things and a lot and they can implement stuff so fast. Like sometimes somebody will make a Reddit thread, right? And they'll be like, oh, man, wouldn't it be cool if Steam had this feature? Like it tells you and let's say, for example, like when it tells you when a game in your wish list is on sale, right? That's a feature now because somebody at Valve like saw that Reddit thread and was like, "That's a cool idea. Let's implement that." And that's kind of the way Valve works, you know, because they're a completely flat company. I don't, you know, do you know how Valve operates? Like, there's no hierarchy, there's no management system. Um, and when I've worked with them in the past, it's 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 so crazy because like you you're used to like emailing people and talking to people. Where it's like, oh, I have to get back to you. Let me ask, you know, let me ask this guy or that guy in this department and that department. At Valve, everyone is the boss. They're like, they they can make all decisions, and it's it's crazy. And uh, the example I like to give people is uh, the Apogee Throwback Pack, our pre-order bonus. 
was, um, you know, I originally I approached Valve and I was like, hey, for a pre-order bonus for Rise of the Triad, we want to sell old Rise of the Triad on Steam. And they were like, eh, you know, we're kind of busy. You know, old games don't really do well on Steam, you know, but you can put it on Greenlight. And I was like, I'm not putting Rise of the Triad 95 on fucking Greenlight. What do you want me to put Commander Keen on Greenlight too while I'm at it? Hell no, it's a classic. <laughs> and he's like, well, you know, we don't have the manpower to do it. Like, it's, you know, this is kind of what we're doing now on Greenlight. And I like, we ought to come up with a decision. And he was like, no. So I'm like, all right, give me like five minutes. Let's talk about it. And then, you know, we came up with the idea of like a pack. You know, like, well, what can you put in a pack? I'm like, well, we could put the, both, you know, Rise of the Triad, Extreme Rise of the Triad, Blakestone 1 and Blakestone 2, wrap it up in a launcher, make it one application. What do you think of that instead? He's like, that's attractive. Okay, let's do that. Here's your app ID. Let me know when you want to release it. And I was like, what? I was like, we, and from five minutes we went to, no, go put your game on green light, to, yeah, sure, no problem. And he didn't have to ask anybody. It was just a decision on the spot like that, and that's how Valve works. And it's, yeah. it's, it's crazy. I've never worked with a company like that, but it's the reason, like, stuff gets, that's the reason why stuff gets done like, really fast, and then some stuff like, never gets done. Like, you know, a certain game with a crowbar and a guy in a suit. It's like, never coming out. <laughs> like, it's the reason why like, all of a sudden you'll see like, these random features like trading cards. That was just like an idea somebody had one day, and they made it happen, you know. And that's it's just that's why yeah. uh, it's it's why Valve's like the greatest company and the weirdest company at the same time. <laughs> so that's my Valve go, story Steve, for the day. Steam <laughs> family sharing. Um, some quick hardware news since we are a PC gaming podcast. Our, our oh. build guides, our build guides are out this week. Brandon and I put them together. Um, the five hundred dollar bill gets a little boost, um, and the thirteen hundred dollar goes to Haswell finally um so it gets an upgrade there i think the 800 stayed roughly the same yeah 1300 and eight uh i think the 1300 at least at the time we made this was my favorite build because we got a really good motherboard and we moved it up to haswell it's like if you can spend 1300 dollars, that's a pc that lasts you three three years easy like if you if you really wanted it to could go even longer than that, but in a couple other little notes for hardware, uh, Broadwell was finally revealed. Really has no impact whatsoever for gamers, to be completely honest. Um, if you're gonna if you're gonna be upgrading, I would say just get as well. But dude, it's small. Uh, broad, it's so small. It's just a power and power and die shrink. Yeah. It's not really a performance um, upgrade. Just get as well if you're gonna buy. Um, and uh, the 750 Ti, people ask me literally every day, when is the 760 Ti coming out? Hey, Dan, you work at NVIDIA. Please tell us, when is it coming and out? And I'm like, it's not coming out. They said it's not coming out, but there is apparently going to be a 750 Ti. So yeah, they do it with the 50s for, first, usually. You're looking for a budget. Well, they already said no 760 Ti not this that, time around. Not that I Just have the inside track or anything. <laughs> well, the 760 more or less is the 760 Ti. I mean, that's yeah, a great card. Yeah. yeah, it's a great card. Um, so 750 Ti could launch by the end of the year. Of course, the 9000 series for AD AMD comes out in October. So um, I'm hoping my 7970 drops and I can crossfire them. That's really all that matters for that. But uh, new PC releases this week. Nothing of that much merit. GTA 5 not coming out on PC what? this week. What? <laughs> Wait, but I pre-ordered from so, a guy who said he can get me a PC copy. I gave him 100 bucks. <laughs> so you can uh, play it at 15, 15 FPS on your Xbox. Um, but uh, yeah, that is it for the news this week. And we're going to head straight into the Twitter questions. Oh, God. And now it's time for Twitter questions with the KB Mod Podcast. This is where things get weird. That's, that's um, okay. Like that one time I was at that guy's house. 
At Werner Ingemar asks, if you had to be a protagonist in one of these movies, would you rather be in Inception, The Matrix, or Fight Club? Look Inception at that goddamn semicolon. Look at that goddamn semicolon he just used. Yeah. Was that the correct <laughs> usage of that? Thing? Absolutely not. Whoever no. uses semicolons <laughs> no, no. correctly, not me. And I used to be a writer. By the way, guys, colon? we have a new feature in Rise of the regular colon. Semicolons take two independent clauses and put them together because they can share something. Oh, nice. Something. I love being in high school English again, Mark. <laughs> Fucking back. Use the you correctly. just Google that? Get out of here. <laughs> Uh, I think this is a no-brainer. You have to go to the Matrix. Why would you want to be in Fight Club? You have to shoot yourself in the head. I say Inception because Inception's (laughs) kind of like the Matrix. You can like make, you know, you can go into the thing and make stuff happen and build worlds. But you you have have real power. Inception has real power. Inception is the other way around. In Inception, you're in the real world going into the fake world. In Matrix, you're going from the fake world into the real world. Yeah, but I don't want to be like a battery. Robots. You just don't want to be Keanu Reeves. I want to be Keanu Reeves. But really, who's going to pick Fight Club? You shoot yourself in the head. That's how that ends. And miss. Oh, spoilers. Yeah, seriously. You just spoiled the end of Fight Club for like four years. It's Fight Club. (laughs) From 1998. Congratulations. You're really late to the party. I'm so old, so much dad metal. I don't think I'd want to be in Fight Club even regardless of the ending. Like, I don't want to be in that. Yeah, not, I don't want to get punched in the face repeatedly. That's yeah. not a good situation to be in whatsoever, ever. Like, why would you want to be in that? I was going to watch <laughs> that tonight. I love the chat. I was going to watch that tonight, goddamn. Um, <laughs> uh, next question from Bob Red Dino. What household item would you use to save Jordy Jordan from a tiger attack? No normal weapons. Partial credit to Fat Attack 82 on this question. Um, has to be a household item. No weapons to defend Wings of Redemption from a tiger attack. I'm trying attack. to think of what Jordy would have in his household. Just <laughs> yeah, random no, items that he would have that nobody else on the planet would have in their household. That aren't guns. Like a cattle <laughs> prod, maybe? <laughs> Uh, Probably yeah, cattle prod. Does a rooster count as a like weapon? It, I feel like he might have done a video <laughs> with one of those. So that's a household item. Yeah. Does a gamecock count as a weapon? Because he yeah, or an item. Still does it count as an item? Cocks, but he used to breed them. <laughs> I'm gonna go with an exercise bike. <laughs> that, yeah, that's I don't know what I. Wet. I don't know what I do with it, but maybe I could block the door or something. Oh, good. Since this tiger, you could throw is... it with your superhuman strength. Those things are heavy. Yeah, those things are heavy. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Hand me my butter stick. God damn it. <laughs> um, uh, so this next question is from Anion and is quite a good question. You walk in on a KV Mod member. This is a fill in the blank. On the blank subreddit. You are disgusted but not surprised. His example he gives is if you found Brandon on the r slash muffler vaginas <laughs> subreddit. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, I, uh, hmm. I don't know. Is there a, is there a Maddie B raps subreddit? <laughs> if, I found, if I found Nick Fenton on the Maddie B raps subreddit, I would not be surprised. I would be disgusted though. I would be disgusted. Myself but, on my own subreddit. <laughs> Good. There is an NFED mm-hmm. subreddit. It's basically it's basically only contributed by uh, Scooby Doodles. 
he's the only person that posts on there. <laughs> just Ellie. There's I, also r slash fix. What did you say, John? I'd not be surprised to find Brandon on r slash fat chicks and party hats. <laughs> Wait, that's a that's a thing. Yeah, yeah. Sean. The question, the question is, you are disgusted, but not surprised. Not surprised, yeah. Party hats. Or <laughs> fat. Oh my god, fat chicks. Now, and party now this hats. is this <laughs> is where we come up with obscure subreddit names and see if they exist, or we know they exist, and we just want everybody else to go look at them. No, it, it doesn't exist. But there are. There's so many fat chicks and party hats dot com. <laughs> yeah. And it's in Urban Dictionary, a website on which a Mexican teenager displays pictures of people and makes fun of them using probably intentionally uh, horrible grammar. <laughs> Can I just say Fat Chicks in Party Hats is a subreddit and it has one post. There's well, no, there's no subreddit, but it is an actual website. No, I found the subreddit. Wait, does Ross Geddes have a subreddit? <laughs> is there actually Fat Chicks in Party Hats? It's right there. Oh it God. has one post. <laughs> Not Ross does it. Ross Geddes has a subreddit and the only post is it's too loud in here <laughs> and it's just a picture <laughs> check out this hottie horrible picture of ross god damn it r slash avocado has gone wild <laughs> there's a rise of the dryad subreddit that like the guys like tried to get going and i was just like yeah i don't really feel like making a subreddit <laughs> <laughs> just oh, but it's fantastic you can find um, why's avocados gone wild a private subreddit because <laughs> that's are going wild i'm gonna go with uh I don't know, i'll go man. with fenton on gone wild curvy <laughs> you'd be disgusted but not surprised yeah yeah i think yeah, blacklight is the one that we can most suspect to be on something that's disgusting but we wouldn't be surprised by it like pokemon hentai or something like that clock, clock. yeah I could see him on there. Uh, I met a girl <laughs> last night that asked me what my favorite Pokemon was. <laughs> it was a bar. I would not you know that they're a gamer did? girl. Did you say Lickitung? I would not. I would not be. I would be disgusted, but not surprised. I said. I it. said Bulbasaur. Dave Oshry on R slash full Phil Fish. Is that an <laughs> actually? No, I, I changed my answer. I would say. I would say Nick Jenkins on slash Rule Thirty Four. There you go. Looking for yeah. topics for his next video. Ah, oh, there isn't a Phil Fish Reddit. Sucks. I wonder if Fez has a Reddit. Probably. I would not advise you go to oh. Rule Thirty Four. By the way, do not. Dear Lord, is it, is it full sick. of Sonic? Just, just. I mean, just don't just go admit, there. Sonic is the most abused uh, Rule Thirty Four and fan fiction IP out there, and I want to understand why it's Sonic and not something else. But Holy everything. Shit, our dad metal totally needs to be a subreddit. There it is does. there is r slash shit Phil Fish says and it has one post and it links to his tweet that says I am virtual Jesus in all caps. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Wow. What's the KB mod Reddit doing nowadays? Nothing. Nothing. There's your answer. Uh, founded by the one and only obviously Jesus <laughs> RIP. I am now a knife man or whatever his Twitter is now. Um, <laughs> but yeah. All right, next question. At Skynet underscore EXE rip K9 Hadouken. Uh, how long until Dave figures out he's not on the PKA podcast and he goes back to work on his hit game, Global Agenda? Yeah, <laughs> I love Global Agenda. <laughs> <laughs> I played a half hour of Global Agenda. It was pretty all right. Uh, you know what I played? I, 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 I misread other... his hit game. <laughs> the other night I, uh, I booted up... Um, 
Shattered Horizon. You guys remember that? I've never, I played, the, never uh, played it. No. The game in uh, you know it's the shooter, the multiplayer shooter in space. Oh no! Yeah, and it's, it's now I have to play it's, it. It's actually so the awesome. next well, the play, next you, Call of Duty after Modern Warfare you play, Four. You can play with bots <laughs> and stuff, but uh, it's, it's it's it was pretty awesome. I found this pixelated image of it. Oh, that's <laughs> wow! That looks weird. Shattered Horizon was actually pretty amazing. It was made by the guys who make uh, 3D Mark and stuff. Um, Future Mark. Okay. Who also made Unstoppable Gorg, which I actually really liked as well. Unstoppable Gorg. Yeah, it's, uh, that- Unstoppable Gorg was a um, tower defense with movable towers. Pretty cool. This game actually looks interesting to me. Shattered Horizon it's is Shattered Horizon? It was, Shattered Horizon's insane. It was, it was pretty much a tech demo for DX11 stuff back when it came out in like 2009 or whatever. Um... Because Future Mark's games are pretty much tech demos for Future Mark technology, and it's it's pretty awesome. Like you can you float around in zero g in space, and you could like you know connect to the asteroids and run around on them, and it's it's a shooter in space, and it's actually pretty cool. The most interesting thing part- I see is the fact that these uh, players are actually turning instead of just jetpacking or something straight up in the air linearly. They can actually rotate. That looks yeah, really a- odd. There's a lot of physics to it. Like it takes a while to get used to because you know they made it like space physics, um, but it's uh, it's pretty cool. Somebody's talking about the Actually, campaign trailer for Call of Duty Ghosts. I was talking to some <laughs> military buddies the other day. That shit is plausible as hell. I'm really scared now. I'm gonna hide in a bunker. <laughs> like I was like I'm like the other rods. He's like no kinetic weapons exist, and the Chinese are building a canal in Nicaragua that they can fit an aircraft carrier through. And I'm like so Call of Duty Ghosts is gonna happen. They're like I don't know what Call of Duty Ghosts is, but yes, that could happen. I was like oh god. <laughs> Next question from at sexy dolphin. When is the best time to pluck a flower from my garden? Um, when it's right. Yeah, I don't even know what this is. This a reference? Here, I'm gonna I'm gonna show you something. I'm gonna go out to my garden. I'm gonna pick you a pepper so you can see exactly what they should look like when you are to pick them. I love that you have a garden. And he's actually going. John is. He's actually going. Nice shorts, John. By the way, um, while he does that, I would say tomorrow. Is the flower metaphorical for your virginity? I, I don't know. John's going to come back with a Big Mac. <laughs> I hope he does. I'd be legit. I got super drunk last weekend and ate two Big Macs. It was a real bad decision. Sounds amazing. Um, I mean, it was a fun night until I woke, woke up and realized I ate Here we have a perfectly ripe cayenne pepper. It's perfect. Ooh. Just, nice. just, just perfect. It's real curved. Like a dude on MOC.com. Um, <laughs> shout out to MOC.com. Uh, <laughs> next question. <laughs> I like the way this is phrased. I don't know why. I just read it in my head totally differently than what it is. At UDP7 asks, what is the largest amount of money you found on the ground or wherever? <laughs> That's how I, I read once, it. I, I, found like, a wallet. I found a wallet on the BART uh, the first week I moved to San Francisco that had like $1,800 in it. Jesus, Did I don't. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I got the guy's phone number from googling and searching it from his driver's license, and then I had him come pick it up. Nice. You doxed him. I <laughs> once I, well, I, I I had him call me first because I would have mailed it otherwise. But he seemed pretty normal, and he was pretty close to where I live, so I just told him he could come get it. But yeah, and it turns out it was Nikon so. Punch, and it was not a. <laughs> Not a normal dude the, at all. The most I've ever uh, found, I was in Walmart and found a twenty on the ground, and it was mine. That was fun. I don't think I've ever I'm found like dollars in there. A notable amount of money on the ground, besides like a dime or something. 
I found like a $20 bill in the laundry once. And that was pretty I don't sweet. understand how you just drop large quantities of money on the floor. I'm so paranoid with money. I don't understand that either. Because my, yeah. my, I don't even put my wallet in my back pocket because I'm so worried about my debit card from falling out, much less cash. Yeah. Right? I found like so five bucks on the ground care. before. I found a hundred, but it was like a fake hundred. <laughs> I was really mad. Did you get trolled, Dan? Did you try to spend I did. that money? <laughs> I, got, I got trolled in real life. They pulled out that brown marker and swiped it across, and then <laughs> you looked at them. <laughs> like, I just found it on the ground, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right, next question. At Wieners LOL. <laughs> nice, Twitter hand- nice Twitter handle, sir. That's a good name. Okay. If KB Mod had a state quarter, what would be on the back and what would the slogan be? Well, the slogan wouldn't be wouldn't be changed very much. There would just be the word based placed somewhere in there. Yeah. United based God we trust. Yeah, and based God we trust. United based of America. (laughs) I'm mad you guys didn't realize that we put I put the based God checkpoint in Rise of the Triad just specifically for you. Thank you, Base God. E three L four is called Base God mode. If I could, if I could make it, it wouldn't have a, it wouldn't have any writing on it. It would just be Goatsy. <laughs> oh, just be Goatsy on the back. Awful. That's not a bad call. I'd like a minted Goatsy coin. I'd buy one of those off a TV commercial. I, I want Goatsy, <laughs> but with Blacklight Attack crawling out of his anus. <laughs> Just Nick Jenkins crawling <laughs> out of there past the ring. Oh, man. That guy's ring. He's married. <laughs> um, but, wow, that would be good. I don't know. I would have that John gif of him with the dicks. <laughs> Got a good suggestion in frame. chat. It thinks it's another coin. <laughs> it thinks it's another coin. <laughs> um, last question. From at 77X or 70X7, 77X7, fuck your name. Um, do any of you shaft hair on penis? Please respond how much and long. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> what a stupid fucking question. 17 inches uncut hair. <laughs> <laughs> the hair, not the penis, yeah. <laughs> I, I have a strong mane. Yeah, minor in dreads. <laughs> I look like Carrot Top, Whoa. but in my penis. Whoa, uh, on the saying. head is just Carrot Top yeah, there. It's, it's, just, it's actually just Carrot Top. <laughs> <laughs> Do any of you shit? God, what a question. Um, it's not quite Katie's then amount of legend. How much and long? It's, uh, how much <laughs> and long? <laughs> I approve of that What's- grammatical structure. One last question, direct from the chat. Befuddled Seven A asks, "What should I eat after the cast?" Everybody, go. A dick. Oh boy. Oh wow. You know you shouldn't say things like that to your fans, Nick. A cock. <laughs> you can't Damn, raise original. it either. So this is brave. Mean. Um, cock. I'm going with Thai food. I've never had Thai food. What? Man, you should leave after the cast and go eat some Thai food then. In Los uh, Angeles, and I've never tried Thai food. Yeah, what is wrong with you? There's so much good Thai food here. God, Thai is so good. Dave, what should you eat after the cast? Dave dead. Rip Dave. (laughs) Rip in peace. He did. He ripped. (laughs) 
He ripped. He's, he's in, gone. He's in the arms of the angel now. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah McLaughlin, save Dave Oshry. Um, Just take the wheel. John, what should he eat after the cast? <laughs> he's resurrected. Uh, so I had to make a shop. I'm actually playing Rise of the Triad multiplayer while talking to you guys, and I had to make sure Breaking Bad was recording. Kind of important. I don't know if you've heard of this Breaking Bad show. I hear it's a big deal. Yeah, they they cook coke on there. Yeah, they cook coke and chicken. And coke it's and like, chicken. John, Holy it's, shit, it's that's like, a great name for a podcast, Coke and Chicken. It's, a, John, it's Wally think, and think, James making some coke. John, I think you were actually muted when you said that. Like, for real. For real, Oh, Probably. I'm, yeah, what, I, I uh, enabled push to talk. So uh, bad at my own game. Sh- I'm four and nine right now. Ugh. What should he eat? What should this guy eat after the podcast? Drunken uh, noodles from a Thai restaurant. Coke. Drunken noodles from a Thai restaurant. Dave, what should this guy eat after the podcast? Coke and chicken. Coke and chicken. <laughs> snort the, snort the chicken. Eat the coke. <laughs> do it. Do it in that order. And that is it for this week's podcast. Big thanks, to Dave Osher, for coming on. Yeah, man. We will have you on again, Dave. Yeah, don't mention it. It was fun. Um, Dave yeah. can be the Go one by Rise podcast. of the Triad. We just updated it. We're updating it more. Uh, we're going to keep adding to it, unlike a certain developer who made a certain game and abandoned it after six Ooh. months. <laughs> um, but, uh, and Mark, of course, always coming out to the cast. No problem. When he's needed, like Batman. We throw the, mar- <laughs> we throw the little throw bee the signal up. up in the sky, and Mark comes. Uh, <laughs> and for you all for coming out, to episode 109, 110 next week. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. It was fun. Up, but uh, we'll be back next week, same time, same place. I'm tired as fuck, so no post stream unless someone else does it. But uh, we'll see you guys next week. Thank Bye. you so much. Bye. Bye. Bye.